What were some of the hindrances in the old regulations which prompted the revision? The problem was that when a parent goes to a school and the school say, uh, the SGP says the school is full, the parent doesn't have any recourse. He comes back to the department and say, I went to this school, I wanted to be registered, but the school says it's full. So, and they, the department don't have any recourse because if the powers are with the SGP and the school. If they say it's full, it means that the parent must go to another school. And if the other school is full, then the parents will move from one school to another until they run out of funds or options. So with these regulations now, then the department the, the department has an aerial view. They know which school is not full and which one is full, and they can then easily recommend to a parent to say, yes, this school must be full, but this one is not full. So it allows that. But secondly, you know, apartheid geographic uh, spatial planning, uh, black people stay in a certain area, White people stay in a certain area, colored state in a certain area, and Indian state in a certain area. And the feeder zone system perpetuated that thinking, which simply means if a parent is just a kilometer outside a certain area, they will not be allowed to bring their children there. They will be told you are born in the wrong area or you are speaking a wrong language, and therefore you can't be accommodated. This tries to promote social coercion and racialism. So it breaks the backbone of apartheid planning and apartheid education. Mm-hmm. So that parents can have an option where they want to take their children. But yeah. also it gives us, because we've changed the feeder zone, it gives us uh, the, that opportunity, window of opportunity to review many other things, language, uh, admissions policies and other things. And that's why all schools now have to submit their new admissions and language policy so that the department can check if that admissions policy and language policy takes the changes in the demographics uh, in that particular area so that everyone can be accommodated in our schools. Now, the regulation also now, the admittance of a learner to a specific school will now move to the head of the department and no longer the governing body. Will that not be problematic? We're not taking out the, uh, the governing body completely. There will still be parts. But the final decision to say, indeed, the school is full or not full, or the learner must be placed at that school or not, will now lie with the department. Because if the HOD have to do admissions in each and every school, it will be practically impossible. So the SGB and the school management will still play their role. Uh, it's rather the final decision maker in case of dispute and in case uh, of discrimination. That decision now moves from the SGB. Uh, to the HOD, but the SGBs are still going to be part of planning, determining space uh, through parents, determine the language of the school and all other related matters. But the final arbiter, the person that finally says uh, you are right or not right is the SGB, because that part was a gray area. Who has that final decision? And the court have just pronounced that is the HOD. And on that basis, that's why we regulated uh, the new admissions policy. Uh, Mm-hmm. Now, the new admission regulations, will it ensure then, MEC, that all pupils have equal opportunity to access quality education? So true, so true. And that, you know, uh, some of us are, are not only thrilled and excited. We know so many people that have died requesting that the doors of learning and culture be opened to us, that quality education can be a preserve for the few, and the majority have to be pushed outside quality education. And our economy needs is when the poor themselves need education so that they can get out of poverty. So to spread quality education and spread the challenges of our education system to everyone, because poor people also deserve to be taught by good teachers. 
poor people also deserve to go to quality schools. So you can't exclude them on the basis of their financial status or distance or their health status. You can't. You have to ensure that you open all these privileges to everyone so that everyone can get access to quality education. And these regulations, to be quite frank, are trying to make a truly non-racial South Africa accessible to everyone so that when you speak about the new South Africa, other people have not even touched or smelled of of seen that new South Africa. They've been subjected to bad conditions, and we need to spread that opportunity so that everyone can get access yes. to all these good opportunities that M- we are creating. MEC, there are those, though, that says, why don't we fix our normal our schools in the areas where it is problematic as we speak? We're fixing it. But the reality is that in fixing that, um, there the, are the other challenges that we need everyone to assist us. Uh, for example, when I, apply, I, I advertise a good post uh, of a good med teacher in the township, do other sections of society apply? They don't, because it's in the township. And that is wrong. Mm-hmm. If they want to fix us, you must also get the skills to go to the township to yes. assist us to fix 